Welcome to The Backbone, but first, a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid for your podcast. Anchor is what I use to bring you The Backbone, a journey inside finance at a startup. It connects your podcast seamlessly to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more, making your podcast available wherever your audience chooses to listen. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome to The Backbone, a journey inside finance at a startup. I'm your host, Shabam Data at Shabam on Twitter. On The Backbone, we're obsessed with finance and operations at startups. We take a close look at finance functions within various startup companies by talking to finance leaders that are in there day in and day out. We chat startup finance, metrics, operations, and everything in between. Joining me on this episode of The Backbone is Jennifer Pollock, Director of Finance and Operations at RateHub. RateHub connects Canadians to the best financial products on the market through its financial product comparison site, RateHub.ca, and mortgage brokerage, CanWise Financial. Jennifer has led RateHub's finance and operations department since 2016. One of her first achievements was successfully preparing RateHub to raise its first round of venture capital funding, a $12 million Series A investment. Jennifer has since worked closely with the senior leadership team and the board to understand RateHub's biggest opportunities for growth. As a passionate advocate for financial literacy since her first day, Jennifer has been dedicated to helping RateHub achieve its goal of empowering Canadians to make smarter financial decisions. So let's hear from Jennifer Pollock, Director of Finance and Operations at RateHub. Hey, good morning, Jennifer. Thanks for coming on The Backbone this morning and uh, spending some time with us. So I'd love to get started right away. And, you know, you got your start uh, in your career at EY and then moved into your current role where you are, if I understand correctly, concurrently managing three brands. So Zucasa, Canwise Financial and RateHub. So talk to me about your journey into tech and how it all started for you. Well, first off, I want to say thank you for having me on The Backbone. Um, and as you mentioned, I did start my career at EY. I uh, joined EY actually through a merger um, with RSM Richter, which I had joined straight out of school. Um, right after Queens, I went, I decided to pursue my CA and decided I wanted to go through the private company route. Um, and at the time, RSM Richter was one of the um, top firms for that in Toronto. Um, and about two months after I started there, uh, they merged with EY and created EY's um, private client services group. Um, and so I spent about five years there doing audit and um, a little bit of tax work, focusing on a bunch of different industries, not just tech, but um, everything from automotive to real estate um, and a little bit of 
tech there, um, which spurred some of my interest. Um, after about five years, I, I got connected with Alyssa, one of the founders of RateHub and uh, also one of the initial investors in Zucasa. Um, and she showed me about the company and really spurred some of the excitement around what was happening in the industry at the time. Um, RateHub just as a little bit of a background, is a financial products comparison platform. And at the time, I was the guru amongst my friends of personal finance. They all would come to me. And so I thought, why not go and join a company to be able to do that going forward. Gotcha. Makes a lot of sense. And so um, you you started diving into this a bit more, but would love to get a better understanding of um, Rate Hub, what it's all about and you know how, how it all works. Sure. So Rate Hub was founded by James Laird and Alyssa Furtado um, back in 2010. And at the time, they saw a problem in the financial products industry. They saw Canadians shopping around for things like travel um, or other kind of household products, but nobody was doing it for some of the largest purchases in their life, such as their home and their mortgage. And so they, they really felt sick that people were paying thousands of dollars more than they had to on on these financial products just because they were going to um, the bank that they had been going to since they were a child. Um, and so at the time, they decided to build this platform. Um, and so they envisioned this thing of kind of Expedia type tr- comparison, but for financial products. And so at the time, they developed the website, which is ratehub.ca and kind of lives and breathes under that brand. And so that product's mission is to give Canadians personalized recommendations for things like mortgage rates, credit cards, saving accounts, and insurance. Um, And the whole goal is to give Canadians the power to choose the best product for them. Um, We have lots of educational content and calculators throughout the platform just so that people can kind of learn and grow. Um, After a few years of running the website through the mortgage vertical, we realized we could continue to expand that connection and give people that those choices through a brokerage channel. And so in 2014, Canwise Financial was born as a division of RateHub. And so Canwise Financial helps guide Canadian homeowners through that process of actually finalizing their loan as kind of a traditional mortgage brokerage would um, with that kind of added technology to help support them through that process. Yeah, it's really interesting because, uh, you know, so last year um, I uh, became a homeowner and uh, I actually used RateHub to shop around for for mortgages. And just to, I thought it was a very intuitive tool to quickly compare, um, you know, rates amongst various financial institutions. And um, I was able to actually leverage that um, to negotiate a a better rate. And, And so I thought it was very helpful. And so understanding the story um, behind that uh, that's that's super cool I wasn't um, aware of the product when I purchased my um, my condo I purchased it actually before canwise was was around so I didn't even work with them but if I had had this information back then it would have been a huge help yeah for sure and 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 so d- diving into that a bit more you um, 
just this uh, earlier this year in Jan 2018, uh, Rate Hub raised a, a $12 million Series A and to build out an end-to-end mortgage platform. So tell me a, a little bit more about this raise process. Like, what were you expecting going into the fundraising process and how did it kind of unfold from there? Well, I started um, in late 2016. And so early on in my kind of tenure at Raidhub and Camwise, Alyssa and James had kind of been bootstrapping the company since the beginning and had at that point had actually gone on Dragon's Den um, as a potential fundraising opportunity. But after kind of going through that process and actually getting an offer um, on the show, uh, they decided that that wasn't actually the route they wanted to take and wasn't exactly the right time for for the company to raise funds. Um, and so they decided to continue kind of bootstrapping until they really realized that it was time to raise external capital in t- order to fund this growth um, so that we could increase headcount and increase resources to build some of these projects that we're working on, such as the, the end-to-end mortgage platform, as well as expanding into other verticals um, and other products on our platform. And so when I started, my experience at EY was not that of venture capital, and it was not that of fundraising. It was audit. And so I had spoken to a number of my friends um, and colleagues who who had gone through the fundraising process before. And so I kind of knew to expect that there was going to be lots of paperwork, time consuming, mil- building models. Um, but because I personally hadn't been through it before, I didn't know exactly what to expect. Um, right. What I did realize by going through that process is it forces you to learn every detail about the business. I became the expert of every aspect of our organization. At the time when we were raising, um, Alyssa had actually just had her first kid. And so with her kind of back and forth, not totally on mat leave, but back with mm-hmm. her with her son, it was uh, I had to kind of really know exactly what was going on in every aspect of the business um, so that I could kind of help streamline that process and make sure everything went smoothly. And then part of why we decided to raise at that time is we found um, Alyssa and James through their network found two amazing investors, um, Elephant, whose background is in building online brands. And so those insights and connections were going to be huge and valuable for the organization. Um, An example of one of their GPs is the co-founder of Warby Parker, um, just for some context. And then the other investor was Simon Nixon, who actually grew a financial comparison website in the UK um, called Money Supermarket, which is one of the largest financial comparison products out there. So at the time, it was kind of finding these experts and finding the right people at the right time to help us grow the business and expand. Yeah, it seems like a perfect match, uh, you know, based on on their backgrounds, growing a a consumer brand as well as a a financial um, comparison product tool. So that that seems like a a great uh, investor uh, syndicate there. Um, What surprised you the most, uh, would you say, about going through that fundraising process? Like um, you mentioned that you you spoke to some of your peers and colleagues um, that may have gone through that process and 
um, you know, every fundraising process is a unique um, process. And so what was the thing that you would say surprised you the most? So for me, I, I had lots of exposure before to your standard balance sheet income statement type metrics of revenue and EBITDA, um, cash flow, so on. Um, but I had never kind of had the same exposure to some of the more tech-focused metrics, such as user growth, conversion rates. Um, and so I had started being exposed to those as I had gotten into the business, but the focus on many of those metrics over and above the the true financial metrics is one of the things that really surprised me. Um, and also just the the true understanding of what we were trying to accomplish through our mortgage platform um, and how the investors really wanted to see these products um, excel and grow. Um, we're hoping to be able to build a product that lets people kind of choose how much human interaction they want in their mortgage process um, by building hmm. this product that allows people to do their entire process online if they so wish. If they want to interact with a person and ask questions, they'll be able to do that as well. But having these VCs who are able to kind of really grasp those concepts and see how we can grow that going forward was was really fascinating to me. That's awesome. You know, based on some of the learnings of, of the Series A raise and um, for, what what is something that you, if you could do it all over again, or, you know, for a subsequent raise, um, any kind of, uh, I guess, words of advice or, or wisdom or um, things that you would do differently that um, that you, you took out from this raise? So um, I, this is going to be a little bit cliche, but I, uh, I wish I had more time. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, as I, I mentioned, Alyssa just had her first kid and I was fairly new to the business while we were going through the process. Um, so kind of having a bit more time so that uh, we could kind of work together and learn. Um, the other thing I would say is having a bigger team by bootstrapping. Um, I was the first finance hire. Mm. And so as we were going through that, that process, I was the only person on the finance team. Um, and so by growing and expanding the team, which I've been able to do since the raise, um, I having those resources to help support me to make sure the day-to-day -day functionality of the, the finance um, function would be able to continue. Makes sense. Makes sense. And so, uh, you know, how, how big is that the finance team now that's, uh, that's supporting you? So right now we're we're at two people, but we'll be at three by the end of the year. Um, and so we're we're continuously growing and expanding and kind of evolving what people are focusing on. That makes sense. And so that, that that leads me to the next question that I had was, you know, apart from being able to grow the team, um, what would you say has been the biggest change for you being the finance leader after the raise had finished? So we talked about, you know, going through the raise process, and then uh, that allowed you to bring on more team members to the finance team. But apart from that, what what's really changed after the raise? I'd say there's kind of um, two big things. One is we've been able to kind of formalize more processes um, within the, the environment, the startup environment um, by bootstrapping from day one. We kind of were, we're always trying to 
get things um, done as efficiently um, as possible, but weren't always thinking about kind of formalized processes so that we could actually scale it. Um, the team has doubled almost since I started um, at RateHub. And so by formalizing those processes, we've been able to kind of allow for that growth and really support it so that it actually can uh, function um, effectively. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is, is it lets me spend time on non-raise related activities because that takes yeah. up a lot of my capacity. <laughs> and so it lets me actually take part in some like strategic conversations about the business and where we want to go and how we want to continue growing and evolving um, in the future. Makes sense. And then, um, you know, as part of having, uh, I guess, some of the um, joys of having a, a, a board and investors is the reporting aspect sometimes um, gets a, a big jolt and uh you know you need to be able to report uh to the board on a quarterly or even more frequent uh cadence and so w you mentioned that in the uh, prior to the raise there wasn't a lot of formal processes in place has that been an area that you've had to kind of bolster after the raise like the um having you know your board reporting packages or um are there other kind of new metrics that you're now tracking that you may not have thought to attract uh, prior to the raise? Yes. Um, prior to the raise, most of our board was um, involved in the day-to-day -day of the business. Um, and so with that meant that we didn't need to send formal uh, reports other than some basic financial um, data. Um, James and Alyssa were really into the the day-to-day -day and so knew all of the kind of key things that they were monitoring, but each board member had their specific metrics that they wanted to look at. And so by kind of bringing it all together, um, I now have these monthly packages I sent to the board and a more detailed presentation submitted quarterly that kind of goes through all of the different metrics so that people can kind of keep an eye on how different areas of the business are interacting with on each other. Um, we really have started focusing on the, the full user journey, not just kind of top line user metrics of how many visitors are coming to the site and not just the bottom of revenue and how in terms of that funnel. But we've also been looking at kind of all the conversion points along the way. What are some of those leading indicators that can help us kind of see where we want, we're going into the future? Makes sense. And that probably is uh, also guides a lot of the, the product development. And, and, you know, if, if you're seeing areas where the conversion may not be as high as expected, and you can think about product and how that can impact and, and, and change um, to tighten up the conversion. So I guess it has a, a multi purpose than just for, for the board. Exactly. And so that that's the key is that we've been using some of this to kind of report to the board. But we've also uh, after this, the process, we've expanded our internal management team reporting um, as our management team has grown because of some of the funding we've received. Makes sense. Makes sense. And so shifting gears now to talk about the finance function as a whole, um, in your opinion, what is the importance of the finance function at a technology company? The importance of the finance function is to help provide focus to the organization. Um, we're there to kind of support all of the 
customer and consumer facing segments such as um, marketing and sales, but also the, the dev and product teams, our goal is to kind of help them be more efficient and effective in what they're doing. Um, our job is to kind of ask the right questions to help them focus on what goals they should be working for. Some of that's done through budgeting and some of that's kind of through monitoring those the metrics that I referred to before. Um, but really, it's about asking the right questions to make sure people are working towards the right goals and working to fix the right problems. Makes sense. And so what I'd love to do now is uh, jump into a quick fire round. And so the way this works is I'll ask uh, you a couple of questions and you'll have uh, 10 seconds to respond to each. How does that sound? Sounds great. All right, let's do it. So your um, go-to online resource for all things startup finance related. So this one's not startup specific, but Investopedia has all the answers. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. I, often I'll find myself Googling something and I'll end up on uh, Investopedia. So I, yeah. I agree with you on that one. Um, yeah. Your favorite productivity hack? Um, Post-it notes and Microsoft OneNote. Oh, interesting. So physical post-it notes and then uh, Microsoft OneNote or yeah. post-it notes that are digital as well? No, physical post-it notes. I've got uh, the front page of my notebook is covered in physical post-it notes. And and are like, do you have different colors for different things? Like, how strong is your post-it note game? Um, I don't always color coordinate because we don't always have a huge selection of variety of colors. But uh, <laughs> they always have big titles on the top, so I know exactly which post-it is for what. Gotcha. Um, what's one tech jargon that makes you cringe? Um, calling everything a disruptor. I hmm. just. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it just is one of those terms that's like, why, why that? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very overused uh, term. And um, what's, what's the best advice you've received kind of in, in your career? Um, the best piece of advice I've always received is always ask why. Um, it'll make sure you don't stop learning, but it also help when people come to you with problems. If you ask why back, it'll help you help them get to the bottom of whatever problem they're having. Hmm, that's that's very uh, sage advice. And lastly, um, what's one thing you don't leave the office before finishing? Uh, if it's Friday, I'd save my beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If it's any other day of the week, it's uh, a quick review of my to-do list. Gotcha. Make sure I'm set for the next day. Makes a lot of sense. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, Jennifer. It's really been a pleasure chatting with you, uh, you know, learning about your path from uh, EY and, and accounting and audit and over to uh, Rate Hub, as well as talking about the Rate Hub uh, fundraising process, what that was all about, um, how that's changed uh, the, the company and the finance function, uh, having gone through that raise process and things that, um, that you're now doing differently in terms of formalizing processes and things like this. Um, so it was really a, a pleasure chatting with you this morning, and uh, thanks again for your time. Thank you.